pause for two, three, four. Hi, I'm Luke Heisler. And I'm Jay Cox. Welcome to this week's episode of Audibility Podcast. Our goal is to showcase the importance of community in life and to explore different ideas and topics within culture with our new friends, you guys. If you want to get connected with us, go ahead and follow our Instagram at Audibility Podcast and visit our brand new website, audibilitypodcast.com. This week, we discuss creativity with one of Luke's old teachers and friends, Andrew D. Dolph. Andrew is a playwright, author, and educator, and recently he has entered the world of podcasting. We wanted to invite him on to talk about his podcast, This Is by Andrew D. Dolph. We talk about what creativity is, why we are creative, and how that relates to the image of God. So grab yourself a bee's knees over rice, espresso, honey, milk, lavender, rosemary, simple syrup, and a touch of pepper. Kick back in your hammock and enjoy the episode. (laughs) Hey, Luke. Hey, Jay. Welcome to Audibility Podcast. Welcome. This is a, a little bit of a different environment than we're typically acclimated to. It is. It is virtual. Yeah. You know, for those listening in the future, we are in quarantine right now. And also, Luke is just in a, another region of the world at the moment in his yes. home state of wherever you're from, Boston or whatever. That's not a state. No, that's a, that's a state. Listen to me. It's a state. Boston. It is actually. You got yeah, me. Yeah, got you. Okay. Who's our guest today? It, it would probably be better if you introduced him because I don't really no, no, know I, him that well. I'm, I'm going to have you introduce him. Oh, okay. This is this is Andrew D. Doan, the <laughs> extraordinaire. <laughs> and he, teach, he taught Luke at some point at a school that Luke attended. I'm not sure yes. how much I taught him, actually. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. This is uh, yeah. this is fun. This is cool. Um, yeah, and thank you, Jay, for getting the middle initial in there. That was very of important. Yeah, Andrew yeah. D. Doan. Of course. Andrew Doan. Um, yes. I have known Luke. Boy, how old are you now? 19? 19. So I've probably known you for eight or nine years i think i don't actually Mm, remember when i first came along but uh yeah i was i was luke's teacher uh for a long time kind of got to know him in earnest during the middle school years during his middle school years not mine that would have been weird (laughs) um and yeah you know middle school can be a weird time um but luke and i kind of navigated those years together Mm. and um I was actually thinking about this, Luke. I don't, I don't know if you remember this, but I would say one of the first times that I ever remember sort of connecting with you on not not the teacher-student level, but on just more uh, two human beings, you know, two people just being friends, um, was somebody's graduation party. And I, I feel like maybe it was right around your ninth grade year. And we had a conversation. You Somehow it came up. We started talking about infinity. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, like the concept? Yeah, the, yeah, the concept of infinity. Yeah. And I think you said something like, 
there's inf infinite more infinity between the number zero and one or one and two than zero i don't know it was some very like broad <laughs> concept and i kind of looked at you i'm like what on earth are you talking about but you did it actually once you explained it to me um it made sense and and the substance of that conversation, I don't know, is necessarily that important, but I do think it's important in our story because that is the first time I remember kind of connecting with you, not as a student. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I remember that. I think it was John Augusta's maybe graduation party. Yeah, it might have been. Did he graduate in my ninth grade year? I think so. Yeah, probably yeah, right around John there. John Augusta. Yeah. yeah, yeah. John Augusta. Yeah. <laughs> whatever it was whatever. it was good though it was good because uh I, I would say maybe that was start the building blocks of a friendship um and mm. then for us really the big the big thing that that connected us together was when he uh successfully auditioned for several of my i'm a play play director high school play director um, mm. and at the school where he attended he successfully auditioned i think his ninth grade year was the first year he got a yeah. part and started out with some small bit parts, but really threw himself into it. And that, that created a platform um, for us to really get to know each other and to find uh, mm -hmm. a lot of shared interests in movies and drama and, and music and all sorts of stuff. So it's, it's been good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It has been my, my fondest memory over the years is from middle school, specifically sixth grade. Um, when I had to come here, so so Andrew had he was kind of the vice principal, as some might say, sort of like secondary supervisor. That was one of his roles. So, um, but the the school office didn't have a, like an office for him, so he had kind of a cubicle. Yeah, and it was pretty, it was pretty homey cubicle. Like he had, he actually had it decorated up until uh, up until I grad like I graduated and he left. Um, with all the play stuff and like different props and stuff like that. It was really cool. Kind of a little um, museum. Yeah, a little play museum. Yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> but in sixth grade, I found myself in that cubicle quite a bit. And so much so that I actually ended up getting suspended in sixth grade, an in-house suspension. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I just want to say I was not going to bring up any of this. I, I was going to gloss over all of this. Oh, I think I've already talked about it on here. Um, oh, for sure. Because it, it, it's funny because the reason for the in-house suspension was because I in my classes, specifically I think math and science, if you remember who my teachers were yeah. in sixth grade, I got so many demerits. For talking, I, it must have been what, like fifteen? I, I don't, I don't remember, but I do feel like you were probably in my cubicle more than I was. So yeah, that's, that's saying something right there. So eventually, eventually, Andrew and the principal Brian had to be like, "Luke, you, you're, we're gonna suspend you for a day." <laughs> I, I seem to recall at one point my my best advice that I could sum up for you, the sage wisdom here was I said, I, I think I just called it the dead fish strategy. I'm like, Luke, you just got to be a dead fish. Just sit there. <laughs> don't say anything. Don't move. Just you're dead. You're a dead fish. 50 minutes at a time and we'll get you through to graduation. Oh, that was, that was for Spanish class. I remember that specifically. Was for Spanish class. <laughs> Oh boy. We've, we've um, talked about the Spanish class before on the podcast. <laughs> all right. All right. But yeah, it's been good. And I, I would, I would say as I, I mean, I've been a teacher for 20 years. Um, mm -hmm. I think this next year will be my 20th year actually. Um, I can probably count on 
on two hands. So that would be what, less than 10? Uh, probably count on two hands the number of, you know, students over the years that I've, I've connected with to the point that I really consider them like friends. I mean, I try to be friends with all of my students and I try to keep track of those that graduate, but it's just reality, right? It's just human yeah. nature. You're mm-hmm. going to be, you're going to be closer to some than others. And uh, yeah. yeah, Luke would definitely be in that, that count of mm-hmm. those that I just, it's been exciting as he's been through his first year of college and um, even to see what you guys have done with your podcast and, and the connection he's had with UJ. I just, yeah, it's mm-hmm. been good. So I am um, eager to see kind of what's next for him. And he, he and I've got plans. We're going to collaborate on some stuff down the yeah. road. Eventually. Yeah. Gonna we're going to make good. a movie. Yeah. You know, it's going to be good. Whatever. It's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just something subtle. Uh, yeah. So speaking of podcasts, mm. were we, kind of what's, what's were we next? We were. Okay. I think we were. <laughs> I said were. the word. I said the word. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's so it. referencing the word podcast that was uttered, the utterance, <laughs> Um, we're actually kind of having Andrew on here to talk about his new podcast that's going to be coming out. Mm, yes. Soon. Yeah. Tell yeah, us a so, little bit about that. Andrew. Yeah. What? Yeah. So thank you. Definitely. I appreciate the shout out. Um, so I have, uh, one of the lifelong dreams of my life has been to have a radio show. Um, I, I can remember being like eight or nine years old. And our school took a, our class took a field trip to the local Christian radio station. And I just remember being enthralled with all of the equipment. Mm-hmm. And I think they even, you know, said, Hey, who wants to be on the radio? And my hand shut up and they, they brought me up to the microphone and I was able to, I think they let me like say the, the station name or something, you know, how like the top of the hour, they'll identify the, the radio station yeah, yeah, and they yeah. let me they let me do like a live spot of that. So I was on the air for like 10 seconds, but I just remembered like that, man, that just rang my bell. I just thought that was the coolest thing. Um, and so I've always been fascinated by radio. Um, and then that just kind of gradually morphed into, into podcasting, which is kind of seems to be where it's at these days. I mean, I know some people still listen to the mm-hmm. radio, but a uh, desire yeah. to have a, a radio show of some sort, as I got into podcasts, probably seven or eight years ago, um, I thought, man, I want to, I want to do a podcast. I want to have a podcast. And, um, I had over the years, a number of different ideas. I think I've even floated some of them to Luke probably from time to time, but I just never felt like, um, any of them really had the legs to really go on forward with it. You know what I mean? To really mm-hmm. make something substantial out of it. Um, and then I actually, I have to say it was, it was you guys with your podcast is really the, the sort of spark that got me going on mine last fall. So when I found out about it, um, listened to the first couple episodes, I really, I remember thinking to myself, well, if Luke can do a podcast, (laughs) then I can do a podcast. Um, and that really kind of lit a fire into me. Like, this is something I need to do. And I was looking for uh, the type of podcasts that I enjoy the most are sort of narrative based or storytelling. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, I enjoy interview based as well, but I, I like the storytelling aspect of a lot of podcasts that are out there. And so I wanted to do one that was sort of a storytelling or, or narrative based podcast, but I couldn't, I needed to find a story that I wanted to tell that was important mm-hmm. to me. 
Um, and so last fall, I finally realized that probably the story I was best poised to tell is my own. Um, and so I decided to uh, start a podcast that's that's really uh, about creativity in everyday life. And what I'm trying to do with it um, is really to reach out to, I call them the weekend warriors. So the kind of people who are like me, who enjoy being creative, right? So I enjoy writing fiction. I enjoy writing poetry, um, but it's not my nine to five job. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not, yeah. I, I, I don't earn a living from my creativity and realistically speaking, I probably never will. Um, now, as I always say, if someone, you know, if some publishing house wants to offer me a, a million dollar advance on my next book, I'm probably right. going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. but I, I, I have, I, I guess, I don't know if the word burden or, or what the exact word would be, but I just really have a soft spot in my heart for the weekend warriors out there who, you know, the guy who's got a painting studio in his garage or, you know, the college girl who really wants to, to make her own music. And I, so I decided to start a podcast specifically meant for them to encourage and inspire them to keep leaning into their creativity and, um, I, I guess at the at the risk of sounding a little bit presumptuous or proud, I, I guess I'm kind of banking on my story as I kind of struggle with creativity and everyday life, trying to bring those two together, you know, trying to fit all these projects that I want to do in with, you know, working part time as a teacher and delivering groceries part time and a family and all that. I, I guess I'm kind of banking on people being able to identify with my story. And hopefully taking some inspiration as I try to accomplish some of these goals um, that maybe they'll walk away from it and say, well, if a bozo like Andrew can can get stuff done, maybe I can, too. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's really the goal behind. It. I mean, anybody can listen to it. And I'm trying to I, I believe it's it's interesting and entertaining enough that even someone who wouldn't consider themselves a creative would still enjoy it. Uh, but my my heartbeat behind it is to reach out to those weekend warriors um, mm. and and to say kind of, I guess the tagline for me would be to say to them, don't you think it's time you got started on whatever yeah. that project is, that book, that song, whatever it is you've been thinking about for years. Don't you think it's time you got started? And I hope that the podcast will kind of light a fire under them to say, all right, this is the year I'm going to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so so it's really a wide. I feel like it's a it's a much wider um, target audience than people realize. Because I, yeah, I think so. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like there's so many people that don't consider themselves creatives, but mm. that paint or do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, and just haven't taken the leap to actually get there. Well, so it's interesting and want to, um, so I've got a four episode season planned for, for season one, um, which may seem like a small number, but because of the, because of the format, because it's really just kind of following my personal journey. Um, and I, I will say at the risk, you know, to maybe leave any worry that someone, well, why would I want to listen to some other guy's story for, you know, four hours? I do have within that, I have interspersed interviews with other people who are also creative and friends and, and people that I admire to kind of bring in their story as well. Um, but it's only four episodes for the first season, mainly because it's just kind of 
following my story and I, <laughs> I have to have enough stuff happen in my life to actually make episodes out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, so um, one of the things that comes up in episode one, that's kind of almost like the inciting action for the whole thing is I, I did a sort of informal survey on social media a couple months ago. And I simply asked this question, do you have any creative projects that you would like to get finished but have never started or have started and never finished. And mm -hmm. I reached out and tried to get some feedback. And it was just amazing to me how many people kind of going to what you were saying, Luke, even people that I didn't even necessarily think of as, as quote unquote creative who, yeah. who sent me messages on Instagram or sent me voice memos and said, yeah, I've always wanted to, you know, fill in the blank. I've always wanted to write a song, but I've just never done it. And I asked them also to tell me why they think they've never done it. Um, and that was really illuminating to see what holds a lot of people back. It's the same things that have held me back yeah. for most of my life. Insecurity. I'm not good enough. I could never do that. I don't have time. It's, it's all, you know, the same handful of excuses are holding this whole army of creatives back uh, from producing stuff that, that needs to be in the world. I really believe it needs to be there. Mm, that's yeah. Awesome. Um, you did a kind of... Uh event I don't, like a series of some events that i feel is kind of related to your i just said series and the application aptly named by apple popped up i don't want to say it again <laughs> it'll, it'll come up again she's always um, listening always listening <laughs> that string of events that you did um i i feel like it's kind of tied to your uh your podcast with the you did a zoom room for creatives i think is what you called it yeah um, it comes up, it actually it kind of comes up in the storyline and in, in, in throughout season one. Um, yeah, that was just born out of one, once the stay at home orders started here in New Hampshire, I was just going nuts uh, because I, I wasn't able to direct a spring play first year in 15 years. I wasn't able to do that. And I, I was surprised as an introvert, um, pr pretty, pretty strong introvert too, who by and large, the majority of the time I, I would prefer to be alone. That's just kind of the way I am. I was surprised at how lonely I was. Um, I was not getting the the creative interaction and the creative uh, output that I would normally get that time of year. And so one day I was just fuming and just what is happening to the world and what is happening to me? And I just had this idea, you know, everybody's got Zoom uh, these days. And I thought, well, let's just have a Zoom meeting and let's talk about movies and music and yeah, it sort of morphed into I call the Andrew Dones Zoom Room for creative and uh, for introverts and creatives, and um, he yeah. ran that for about two months. It didn't, it you know, it didn't take off. It never went viral or anything. It never became this huge thing. But I actually preferred that. It was about maybe about a dozen people uh, every time we met, and we mm -hmm. just had a lot of fun. And yes, I, I would say, Luke, to your point, I think it reaffirms what I had suspected with the podcast. And that is there's a lot of people out there. Um, maybe we could call them closet creatives. Like, cause literally that's where all their stuff is. It's, you know, in the closet, just waiting yeah. to pulled out that half yeah. novel is waiting to be pulled out of the closet. And there's a lot of people out there. I think who, if they could just get the, the nudge that they need to get started, they would. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's my hope with the podcast is that it will nudge, nudge some people. Yeah. The, the coolest thing about that zoom room was, uh, oh, what was his name? The, the kid, the little kid. Yeah. Jake. 
Jake, yeah. how old is he? 12. Yeah, that was like, that was inspiring in a sort of way to me because I was like, I was kind of in a rut at the beginning of uh, quarantine and everything creatively. And then we get on and I see this 12 year old kid and he's just like sharing stories about how he's grinding on like this book yeah. that he wants oh, yeah. to write. And I was like, what yeah, in fantasy, the world? Yeah, fantasy novel. Yeah. He, uh, and, and that's where uh, he actually reached out to me and emailed me a bit of his work because I asked him to. And that's where I would say the podcast and the zoom room kind of fits into a larger narrative of my life. Um, I've never really known what I want to do with my life. Um, I just turned 40 uh, a month ago, and I, I'm still not entirely sure what I want to do with my life. I've never <laughs> felt, this may seem a little odd for a, for someone who's been in education for 20 years to say, but I've never felt a, a particularly strong sense of calling. I just have kind of taken life as it's come at me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I would say, I was thinking about this a couple of weeks ago, that the desire that I have in my soul, deep in my soul to to help people step into their imaginations and their creativity more. And, and so like reaching out to that kid, Jake and saying, Hey, why don't you send me some of your work? And I actually asked him that in one of the zoom meetings, Luke, I don't know if you were there, but when I asked yeah, him, I, him, hey, I said, Jake, would you be willing to send me some of your work? His eyes just grew wide. And, and he was like, really? I said, yeah, why, why don't you send me some? And he goes, I, I don't know, but he ended up sending some of it to me and I gave him some feedback. I tried to encourage him. And I don't know, it may not have done anything for him, but for me, it just confirmed, I guess, maybe the, the strongest sense of calling I've ever felt in my whole life is like, I want to help people in their creativity. And I want the podcast to do that. I, I want on more of a one-on-one level, um, you know, and that's what I found so fulfilling about directing plays for all those years is, is just helping kids. I mean, Luke could tell you, but so many times seeing kids who whose initial response when you would say to them, hey, would you ever think about trying out for a play? They'd be like, oh, no, 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 that's not me. And I'd be like, ah, just try it. There's no harm, no harm in doing that. You, mm-hmm. you, know, if you don't do it, you don't do it. It's fine, but you don't make it. And seeing so many times uh, people, kids being able to get on stage and do things that they would never have thought they could do, portray these characters and and memorize these lines, it's it's really, it's almost addictive to be honest with you. It's yeah. that, yeah. that feeling of being able to help people. Um, and so, yeah, I think the podcast is just kind of the next natural progression for me in really embracing this, this calling that I feel very strongly about. Hmm. That's awesome. And I, I think one question that me and Luke actually talked about, and I think will serve to just kind of flesh out what your podcast is about um, we were actually thinking, what? How would you define creativity? Uh, because I think with our podcast, we're having to define community, we're having to define culture. So, how yeah. would you define creativity? It's a great, it's a great question, and and you know, I found myself using that word a lot. So, as I've been been putting promos together for the podcast and, and recording narration, I find myself sort of gravitating to that word. Mm-hmm. And I wondered at one point, like, why am I why am I choosing that word when there really are several options that could probably fill that slot? You know, yeah. we could say artistic, we could say, you know, art, that sort of stuff. And I, and mm-hmm. I wondered 
because honestly, it wasn't a conscious decision ever on my part. I'm going to use the word creativity. It just kind of is what I did almost as a knee-jerk reaction. And I, I think this doesn't exactly define it, but I think I would just say as kind of a preface, one of the reasons why I gravitated to that word is because I think it's more inclusive. Mm, yeah. um, mm. The word the word art or artist can be a little bit intimidating to people, including me. Mm-hmm. Um I'm fairly comfortable calling myself a creative person. I'm pretty comfortable calling myself a writer. It's kind of hard for me to call myself an artist, to be honest yeah. with you. I, I don't, I don't know why. I don't. I'm kind of like, well, I don't, I'm not an artist. You know what I mean? And so I, I like the word creative because I think anyone can be creative. Mm. Not not everybody is going to be a best-selling author. Not everyone is going to top the charts with their music. But I really believe ev- everyone can be creative. And so I like the word because I feel like it's less intimidating um, and, and maybe can pull more people in, which is my goal, right? I want yeah. people to, to feel like they can do this. As far as the definition goes, um, y- you know, I mean, in some ways it's being used synonymously with like creative arts or that sort of thing when I use it in, in, in my context. Um, I think it probably includes, I would say maybe three ideas, at least in my mind and, and words, you know, words are just tools, right? So words can be used however you want them to in whatever context. But when I use creativity, uh, the first thing that comes to mind is the idea of imagination. Hmm. Um, I, I think creativity is when we embrace our imagination and I, I have, I consider imagination a gift, um, a gift that everyone yeah. has been given. Um, I'd actually, I'd actually love, I want to do some more reading. I, I wonder how well developed of a theology that the, the church, you know, the, the, the world church has a theology of imagination. I'd really mm. like to delve into that. I, I, my, my suspicion is we probably don't have as highly developed a theology of it as we need to. Uh, I have a feeling it's probably one of those areas that kind of gets shoved to the side. Um, But I just think imagination is a gift and it's a gift that needs to be embraced. I have always had a very vivid imagination. Uh, It's one of the things I get into in the podcast. I, even as a little kid, I've always been able to dive very deep into my imagination. Mm. Um, And I, I think that's a gift, but I think everybody has one, right? Some are more, in touch with theirs than others, but everybody has an imagination. So I think creativity is when you embrace your imagination to produce something that is the the other two ideas I would incorporate there, something that is beautiful and something that is genuine. That to Mm -hmm. me is what I mean by creativity. So now again, words can just be thrown around, but, um, and especially when it comes to what is beautiful, that's, that's, can be subjective, right? Um, yeah. But I, just generally speaking, I think creativity is when you embrace your imagination and you just you produce something, whether it's a piece of fine woodworking or a song, something mm. that is is beautiful. Um, and then a, a big thing that's very important to me is that it be. I sometimes interchange the words true or genuine. Um, I, I kind of mm. lean more towards the word genuine because. Uh, I think the word true could maybe throw people off. Well, what about fiction? That's not true. That's not what I mean when I say true. Mm -hmm. When I say true, I believe creativity is producing something that reflects truth in some way. And that is, is genuine 
in its in its motives and in in the way it goes about whether it's a painting or a story it's i don't know i was thinking about this in preparation for the interview i'm like i, I don't know if i'm going to be able to adequately describe what i mean by genuine but I think yeah. most people know genuine works when they come across them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The uh, Real quick, before we move to the next point, the definition Jay and I kind of came up what, with was um, the ability to use our inner resources of knowledge, insight, passion, and inspiration to bring something new into being. Yeah. And I, 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 I would do it. Yeah. Well, I would say, you, what were the words you used there? Knowledge, insight, passion, and? Inspiration. See, I would put all of those. I think your imagination uh, encapsulates all those. Your imagination mm. encapsulates what you know, what you feel, your personality. I, I, I just love that word imagination. I think it includes all of those. So yeah, I love that. I love that definition. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, like, it's interesting the, um, I don't know if you knew this, but I'm actually a Christian studies major. So this is kind of what I think about a lot, but okay, the idea of, the theology of imagination. Um, me and Luke have kind of talked about this. I don't remember if we've talked about it on the podcast or just like personally, but um, I, it's, it's funny cause we were actually going to bring this up. Um, the idea of the image of God, which is um, something that me and Luke are going to be talking about a lot this fall, just a mm -hmm. slight little teaser for everybody. Um, we, uh, I think it's always so interesting that God like speaks with his words and things come forth. And I think that's something that me and Luke think about a lot. Like we, as images of God create with our words, create with what we do and like form. Um, and, but I don't think people like realize that a whole lot. Oh yeah. I think, I think, I definitely think that when we create something, um, you know, whether it's a, three-year-old scribbling on a paper with their crowns or, you know, me trying to write a novel. I think we're reflecting the character of God in that sense and in, mm -hmm. in, in God's ultimate creation at the beginning. I mean, I'm not the first to make this observation, but, you know, in Genesis, it talks about the spirit hovering over the, the, the deep and it was without form and void, I think is the old King James way of saying it. And it's like he had to take the chaos and make something beautiful out of it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what we do. You can have these ideas in your head and it's all kind of jumbled up there. And part of the work of creativity is like taking the chaos of whatever your idea is, the picture, the story, the song, and sort of putting it in and making it beautiful and organized and clear. You know? mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like so interesting, like creator the, the just it's just always so fascinating just getting into that like because we're all images of god like we're all creative i, th I think when me and luke were talking about this like the idea that everyone's creative you say that but it's like no like everybody like people who drive like trucks or people yeah. that you know plumbers like pe people that you wouldn't think of as creative they have all the tools to do it yeah right. yeah Oh, absolutely. Um, yep. And that's why I said, like, I like the word because it's more inclusive. You know, uh, you tell a plumber that he is an artist, he might look at you like you got three heads, but you tell <laughs> him, hey, you know, some of the some of the ways that you do your work is very creative. I think most people can connect to that word. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it 
I think kind of what we were saying that like God is creator, therefore we are creative uh, because he imparted his image. Um, the word there in Hebrew is ruach, right? Nice. Am I saying that right? Yeah, good, good uh, guttural H there, buddy. I was say, I think you got to get a little more of the Hebrew in there. It's ruach. <laughs> that's it. that's like clearing it. the throat sort of <laughs> exactly god cleared his throat <laughs> so i think i think part of that when he like that word literally that's the word for spirit but it's also the word for is more closely translated to breath or yep. really like wind like a breeze like when you're standing in the woods and like just a, a gentle breeze like blows the leaves and the dandelions and your hair and then it's over and that's what it is. Uh, and I, I think that like when he breathed that life into us is when he imparted his uh, image. And I think inclusive in his image is not only like this divine royalty that we have, but also this sort of uh, the attributes of God were imparted onto us and, um, mm-hmm. And obviously Adam and Eve held those at a higher standard than we do today. And than they did after the fall. Um, And so those are a little bit tainted uh, with us today, but I don't, they're certainly not gone. Um, Like the image of God is still bore. Bore, 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 bore. Yeah. What is the, what is the current, what tense is that? I Bear? Born? Born? I think it's born. Like born. Yeah. It might be born. Yeah. born. We're always trying to conjugate some verbs on the <laughs> <laughs> We really are. Yeah. <laughs> Just get confused about conjugation. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm really excited to listen to your podcast. Me when too. It comes out. When when is it coming out? Uh so we're gonna August fifth is when it's gonna premiere. Uh I'm gonna one of my fears when I first decided to start the podcast is I didn't want it to be like the blog I started 10 years ago where I did two things and then never touched it again. So I told myself, <laughs> I am going to complete the whole first season. I'm going to have everything done mm. um, before before I release anything. Um, and so yeah. um, I am I am on the, the final stages of finishing up season one. So yeah, August 5th, Wednesday, August 5th. Uh, episode one will drop and then i just want to uh for the next four weeks every wednesday we'll drop a new episode and so it'll be kind of one month when people i mean obviously it's available anytime but if people want to you know be first listeners and all that if they subscribe they'll get those new episodes um each wednesday in the month of august and and hopefully they'll they'll get excited i'm, I'm trying to kind of shape the whole thing almost like a, a season of a tv show or something with kind of an arc Mm-hmm. Um, to sort of to sort of build up to a to a finale um, in episode four. So yeah, hopefully it'll be be fun a fun listen for people. Yeah, yeah. What's it called? I don't think we. <laughs> oh yeah, we haven't. Yeah, we haven't said so. It, it it is called, and you should never do this as a speech guy. I, I you know caution people not to do this, but I'm going to preface it by saying that there there is a reason behind the title. I, I don't know exactly how the title lands on people, but if you listen to episode one, it makes sense. So the title is This Is by Andrew D. Dome. That is the title of the podcast. Um, and and uh, that was one of the things I settled on pretty early because it just kind of clicked in my mind. And again, if you listen to episode one, I think that title will will make sense. And it kind mm-hmm. of is 
it sort of encapsulates what the whole thing is about for me and what I want it about to be about for other people. But I'm not going to tell you right now. You got to listen. Yeah, yeah. yeah you we'll, we'll, we'll plug. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I don't. I don't know. Jay doesn't. I don't. Did I tell don't. you, Luke? I don't remember. Did I, you I did. You? I think you okay. did. Okay. I probably I won't did. say it. Also, the logo is sick. I was telling Luke the other day. Uh, he po- he posted on Facebook, which I'm now part of the Facebook community again. Oh, welcome, welcome and, to the world. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a brand new world. It's nice. Uh, <laughs> Tell them why you're a part of Facebook. Oh uh, well, just to fully announce to the audibility. Don't don't use the brand name because I don't. Fair enough. I'm a salesman for a very popular knife company. Um, American made knife company. If you need any knives, dude, just hit me up, you know, Facebook. Okay. <laughs> so now, so you've got, you're mainly using it for business purposes. Is yeah. That for the most part. Yeah. But I well, saw you it. mentioned, you mentioned the logo and it's funny cause Luke, Luke knows. So, um, yeah, that was not my first attempt at a logo and, uh, graphic design is, so we talk about everyone can be creative and I do believe that, but I also believe that we have giftings in, in, in certain leanings and, and we also don't have certain giftings. So graphic design is not a strong suit of mine. Um, and, and it's funny that you say that the logo was, uh, was good because my first attempt at it was not <laughs> <laughs> a little trial and error. <laughs> it was, it was pretty bad. Um, and so I'm glad actually that Luke sort of pushed back on it. He did it in a great way though. Um, cause I had, I had done this thing with my Instagram stories back in May where I was counting down to my 40th birthday. And that's when I actually announced that I was going to mm. do the podcast. And that's when I, I put the, the, the old logo up and like a week later, Luke texts me and I think he texted and said, Hey, do you want any help with the logo? Or do, you mind if I, do you mind if I tinker with the logo? And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, it, it sucks. I know. <laughs> yeah, I actually, uh. I got I got in a call. We were working on the website with our graphic design guy, Daniel Bass. Shout out to Daniel. Also, hold up, um, we, we're we're getting a website, guys. Uh, nice. Just by the way, I wanted to say that to the audience because I don't think we've said. Oh it. yeah, we're getting that's a website. awesome. Probably, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we kind of we kind of uh, fiddled with it on that call, and yeah. But I I don't think I ever sent you anything. No, you never did. And I, I feel bad. It's, it's one, one thing. That, yeah. Well, no, I just know that people are busy. People are busy. And so I hadn't heard back yeah, from yeah. you. And I thought, well, I got to do something about this thing because I'm going to start pushing the, the, the podcast, you know, pretty heavily. And actually, I'm very happy with how it came out because, again, I, mm-hmm. I, I wanted I wanted to try and encapsulate a little bit of what the podcast is about. And if I had to just narrow down what the podcast is about, it's about finishing creative projects and mm. pushing people to do that. And so the the logo is an unfinished canvas. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what I, and once it, once it clicked, I don't know if you guys have ever had that kind of, I think maybe serendipity might be the word, but once I saw it, I was like, this is that's it. it. This, yeah. this is yeah. it. Yeah. Feels yeah, very sure. good. Who'd you, who'd you get? Luke was telling me you're like big in collaboration. He was telling me about like your plays and stuff. Who'd you get to do that logo for you? The the one that we are using? Yeah. Yeah. I did. I did it. Oh. oh okay. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like one of Bob Ross's happy little accidents. I just, I was, <laughs> I, I knew, I knew the old one wouldn't work. I knew I had to get something better. Um, and so I sat one night for probably three or four hours on, on my computer, just kind of toying around with different things. And 
saw the saw the picture that was available it's a you know it's like a public domain picture of the canvas and i thought hmm that's interesting blank canvas i like that imagery i like that symbolism and just started toying with it and about an hour later i had it and it's like yep i think this is it yeah that's awesome yeah yeah we didn't really touch on it but we we were gonna we wanted to talk about kind of the importance of collaboration um because i know you had your uh best friend from college yep right yeah yep. uh you you wrote a play two years ago now yep um and we performed it and and paul thompson is his name he actually came out and flew out to tech week because he uh scored it actually yep. he wrote a score for it, an original score um so that was really cool yeah, and that's no, it's it's yeah. He's been my best friend from college, and and probably the reason that no, I shouldn't say probably, uh, definitely the reason I consider myself a writer today is because of his influence on my life, mm. and just pushing me to get started. Which is now I'm kind of want to take that baton and pass it to others. But yeah, I think I think collaboration is just so key because, um, it it, it putting people in a position where they have the opportunity to develop and exercise their gifts. I mean, that's, that's the body of Christ, right? Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that is the church, right? Um, and so I always tried through the plays and even with the podcast, I'm trying to, you know, so my cousin is going to do some voiceover work on, on sponsor spots, you know, cause that's something he enjoys doing. And once I found that out, I'm like, well, dude, why don't you record some sponsor spots for this? Like the more people that can get involved and when, when we, you know, when we would have our plays, the amount of people I'm, I'm going to. You know, brag here a little bit just because it's not about me it's about them the amount of people we had involved in the plays and everything from costumes you know set design all of the various aspects it was just awesome for a small school and we were we were a small school to have so many people and getting so excited about these productions you mm -hmm. know what i mean that that to me is what the body of christ ought to be about where people feel plugged in um, and doing what they're good at and, and seeing that sense of fulfillment. It's, it's awesome. So I'm very yeah. much a believer in collaboration. Yep. That's awesome. Well, I feel like that's a pretty good place to stop. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm very excited to give it, give it a listen. So everybody y'all yeah. go check out, um, this is by Andrew D. Doan. Um, yep. is it going to be on yeah. Apple and Spotify? So far, yeah, I, I'm still on the learning curve on that, but it's already up. You, there's some trailer, a trailer up and a teaser up on Apple, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, something called Stitcher, which I was not, which sounds like a horror movie, but uh, yeah, <laughs> there yeah, there's all these random ones that we get notified. Yep. Hey, you, you're on here. Yes, Nobody exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my goal is to make it ubiquitous in, in anywhere that someone listens to their podcast, their preferred source, it, it should be available through that. Yeah. And and then yeah. I also I do have a website, andrewddone.com. Um, and if they go there, they can they can see some of my other work. And then there's also information about the podcast. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, stay tuned, you guys, for This Is by Andrew D. Doan and also for our website, um, audibilitypodcast.com, which will be coming August 1st. So yes. that's exciting. Yeah. Very, uh, very exciting. We're going to have episodes. Um, yeah. This is just going to be a cool, fun time. We're excited. Uh, this is going to be our last episode of the summer before the season starts. Yeah. So uh, we're excited for the season. Uh, this season, we've got some cool stuff planned. 
Uh, we touched on the image of God today, and um, I think we're going to do a, a series about that. Yeah, a little, little in, something, something. In, little... in the fall. Yeah. Uh, kind of talking about what's gone on in our country over the spring and the summer um, and just how that relates to the mm-hmm. Imago Day. So yeah. uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, thank you for listening. Andrew, thank you for coming. Yeah. Thank uh, you for having me. Yeah, it was super fun. This was a good episode. Um, well, I, I read Jerchi. I was, uh, 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 said, you said something along the lines of like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought I put everything on. I thought I put everything on, uh, Oh, I have to do that actually. I don't know why it did that because I did put on Do Not Disturb. Let me. I can. I can back up a second so you can cut that out. Um,